Hi, I'm Renee Philpott, and this is Selling with Charm. After over 26 years in sales, there's one thing I have learned. Sales is fun. Join me as I help you simplify your sales process, and together we will reach your weekly, monthly, and yearly goals. Let's get started. Well, good morning, Earl. Good morning. Today, I would love for us to talk about what's important in business. So we've been in business, like we always say, long, long time, almost 19 years. And we have found out some things that are important. We started out knowing what we thought was important to us, but some things we have adjusted. And I just would love for you to share a little bit about what you feel is important in business. Um, for me, um, you know, like we, like I said, we say all the time that, um, that we didn't really start a business. It turned into a business. Um, and, um, so for us, like, yeah, you know, uh, that, that was a big thing when it started growing into a business. So one thing I found out quickly was, is, um, people being happy. I know you can't make everybody happy. I understand that. Um, I tell people that all the time, everybody's not going to be happy. There's going to be some people that's just grumpy and hateful no matter what you do for them. You can give them a, uh, you know, a popsicle or, or a, a candy bar, and they're still going to be mad because it's the wrong flavor. And um, so, but happy customers and happy um, employees makes business so much easier, makes life so much easier. Um, we've had unhappy customers and we've had unhappy employees, and we've had them both at the same time sometimes. And it can be um, real stressful. Uh, most people, the customer and the employee, don't understand because it's all about them when they're upset and um, you're trying to make it about them. You're trying to say, oh, let me take care of this right here. But also you got to say sometimes like, yeah, you know, look, let's schedule this here and let's sit down and talk. What can I do to make this better? How can you be, what can I do to make you happy? You know, either an employee or a customer. Um, so I, like I said in life that, that makes things a lot better when, when somebody's happy. Um, but there's going to be times that you you can't get things worked out, and you got to be willing to move on from that. Um, that's another you know, another podcast, probably. That's another story. But um, we've had a few situations where you know we had customers that were unhappy, and we were unhappy with them. And uh, it was best for us to let the competitor deal with that. Um, um, so we've kind of had to walk away. In the same way with employees, you know, we've had employees that just were unhappy, no matter what we've done for them. They were not going to be happy, and uh, we had to be willing to kind of split ways with that. And that's always hard. It's always a you know a big big decision for both parties. Um, but yeah, that's a big part for me. I think for for people being happy, um, you know, it's kind of you know with us, you know, most people know that we're husband and wife, but um, you know, and happy wife, happy life, the saying goes. But uh, that works in a lot of business too. So <laughs> very good. So one thing that I have always noticed about you in business, even though you are the technical side of the business, you are always the service side and you want to fix it and make it right. You really care about getting it done, getting it done on time. Part of our business, we have a four-hour response time guarantee. We have uh, some other things we put in place because we want our customers to know it is important to us that it does what we say it will do when it, when it's supposed to, um, but they're just machines. It's just equipment, and sometimes things happen, and you are the first to try to make sure that that's getting, that gets taken care of as quickly as possible. So that's always been really important to you. Yes, and that's something that we've, with that, is, uh, you know, 
we we kind of joke in this business like that sales tells them that um, it will do it and service has to go in and show them how to do it and make it happen um and so it's kind of a joke with us like yeah, between us Renee would always go oh yeah 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 that will do that and I'm going hey, it won't do what you're saying but I can probably make this work to do what's going to take care of for them so um but you know making them happy when I know somebody's upset with something that that one of my employees or even I've done and I'm going wait no wait a minute what's what's happened here and I have people all the time anyway and of course our business like I said most people know is office equipment and I've had people say you know how can this make this copier where it never misfeeds and I always joke don't hit the start button uh, that's the only way it's, it's mechanical it's uh, you know there's a lot of moving parts things go bad over time uh, you know, there's a lot of factors that go in, you know, the paper, the toner, the humidity in the room, the, the weather outside, I mean, the electricity, there's a lot goes into that piece of paper coming out of the copier. It ain't just a matter of hitting start and the cop, that piece of paper comes out. So uh, in business, that's a big part of it too. There's a lot of moving components. It ain't just one thing. It ain't just employees, it ain't just customers, it ain't just taxes, it ain't just, uh, you know, Renee or it ain't just Earl. Um, there's a lot of moving parts. We all got to work in sync in order to keep everything going great and keep moving. It's mm, good. So when we started our business, I was finishing my uh, degree. And one of the things that I learned in my, with my business degree is in business, you have to have one of three things. You have to be more convenient. You have to be less expensive or you've got to offer something different. Now, I know what I think, but I'd love for you to share what you think made PDS work. Out of those three things, what do you think that we had? Um, well, I don't know. Hard work being one thing like that, but uh, being different mm -hmm. uh, is one thing. Um, there's times we go in, we're not the cheapest, but we're offering something different that our competitors are not offering. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what made us grow. You know, when we started our business, you know, like you said before on different podcasts, we wouldn't have kind of Nolte dealer at the time. Uh, but we became, you know, one later on in our in our career with PDS. But we done you know off lease and used equipment, and at the time, no one really was doing that. So it was mm -hmm. uh, we could go in and give somebody all the bells and whistles for half the price what they were paying for uh, just a plain machine from a new machine. Um, and we still do a lot of both. Um, that's one thing we kind of got away from that several years ago, and we kind of seen our business take a hit from it. And we found out you know we have to have a good happy medium with this right here. So I think offering difference. Uh, so many people get so focused on the the price, and I've got to be cheap. I've got to be cheap. I don't never go buy the cheapest uh, when I'm looking at something to buy whether it be um, running shoes or it being, um, you know, something for my car. Um, you know, we, you know, I ordered a, a new uh, a cargo box for the top of her vehicle. Some people may know what that is. Um, I didn't buy the cheapest one. Um, they were some that were cheaper, but when I looked at the reviews and I thought, okay, this one does a lot more really what I want to do. They both hold stuff. They both keep things dry. If you want to look at it that way. So what's it matter? Well, how easy is it to put on? How easy is it to open? Does it open from both sides? Um, that's kind of where in business that we just that we done for people. We came in and said, okay, what would you like to do? I always like saying, you know, we go talk to special new customers. You know, what would ideally this this copier do that's going to make your life better? And I like hearing what their answers are to that um, because you know they may say, well, I want to do this, this, and this. Well, three of those things I can do with this model right here. In order to do the other one, you're probably going to step up to here. It's going to be some more money. And most people's going, man, I do that every day. It's like, yeah, it's worth that little bit more money for me to do that. 
So having those options, and like I said, not always being the cheapest because it's not about money to a lot of people. It's about knowing when they click print or they push the start button that that paper is going to come out. And if it doesn't, they got a company they can call us to help take care of that. So um, I know a lot of your clients and a lot of the, the, the women and people you talk to out there, um, when they, I've heard them different times, I'll listen to other podcasts that you do and stuff. And um, even other people's podcasts, they'll be all about the money. It's like, oh, well, you got to charge less. You got to charge more. You, you, you got to do this. You got to do that. Well, yeah, you do. It's like, yeah, but sometimes it may not be the money. It, I'm not caring to spend the money if it's going to help me do make things smoother. Um, I was just talking to uh, our IT guy at work and uh, told him, you know, there's some things that we need to be changing in our, our, our infrastructure and our networks like yet. Let me know if it's going to make things smoother for him and our business. Um, don't care to spend money on things like that. Um, it ain't that I'm looking to spend money on things like that. But I think that's what we've got to be looking at sometimes is that it's not about the price. What's going to make it better for you and what you're doing? Uh, it's very good. So I agree with you. I think that the reason PBS was um, able to survive and succeed all these years and the reason we are still able to is because we're willing to be different. Mm-hmm. We're willing to, and, and when we've gotten off course over the years, it is because we were trying to be too much like somebody else mm-hmm. uh, and we're following maybe the wrong goals something somebody else set for mm-hmm. us. You and I really looked at it like, okay, what's important to our customers? Back to what you said in the beginning, happy customers and happy employees. And then figuring out what it was that they really were looking for and how we could do that. So um, we really, I think, took some chances in the beginning because it was a really new idea what we were introducing. And we had to um, really go out and talk to people and see that it was going to be good for them. We got to see it, and we had to show them, and after that, it it went really well, and that's the reason we still do that. We still look at how can we be different and help you more, not just be different, but what does it do for the end user, the part that makes us different, how important is it to the customer, back again to happy customers, and, you know, it's really hard to be different sometimes. Mm -hmm because it's scary. It takes some time to adjust and um, figure out what it's going to take to make it work. And being different, we get all kinds of questions and and struggles and ups and downs, but I think it works out. And I would say out of all three of those, my favorite that I would love, that I want to be known for is being different than everybody else. Because if I'm different and I'm offering more benefits, uh, it's worth the money, like you said. Uh, it's not always, money is important. It's important to everybody. But it doesn't mean you have to be the cheapest or the most expensive. You have to offer more value. Exactly. We had a one a, a customer we really wanted before, and uh, it was a big bid we had to put together, we had to do. And um, I remember looking at the bid, and I would look at it so many different ways. And I was trying to compete with these other copier dealers that were coming in there. And it was all about the price. It wasn't about the product. It wasn't about what was going to make that customer happy. It was all about that price. And I'll never forget, I emailed um, the, the, the gentleman that I was dealing with at that time. 
and just said, you know, you know, we appreciate the opportunity, but you know, we're going to gracefully just bow out of this bid. We're not going to bid it. With a phone rung in a matter of minutes, and it was him calling the office asking for me. Um, so it's kind of funny, it's like that. And so I talked to him. He said, "Why are you? Why are you backing out?" And I thought it was interesting. I had never had a customer call ask me that. And I said, "Well, I'll be honest with you. You know, the way they've got this written, and the way they're these other companies are coming in and bidding this here." You're not going to get what you want. You're not going to get be happy with it. And be honest with you, when you do push that start button, I'm going to lose money. And I'm not in business for charity. I can't help that. Um, if you don't, I, I told him, I said, when you push start or, or click print and I don't make just a little bit of a penny, I, I can't do this. And he laughed. He said, I appreciate the honesty. And he says, well, do me a favor. Bid it the way you would bid it normally for a customer. I said, I can do that. And so we bid it and went in and they was like you know, eight or nine copier companies in there. Um, come to find out, you know, we were actually thir got third in price and we still lost the account. It, it was still aggravating because, but he let me know that he really appreciated it. It's like yeah, that I looked at it. And so we didn't get beat too bad by it, but I knew they was going to get the stuff they really were going to be happy with. So it made him think of nothing else. So he went, probably went back to that company and that did win it for the price. Say, okay, are you going to do this, this, and this? So uh, I told him, I said, when you, you click print and I don't make a little bit of money and you're not happy, it's not going to be a good relationship. So that's something you got to think about. When somebody calls you up and says, can you coach me? And you look at it and go, well, I can but I'm not going to, I don't think it's going to work. You're not wanting to you know, pay me for what I could help you with, but also it's like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to help you at the level you're wanting to be helped with. You know, I can't you know, come in and say for you know, $5 a month, I'm going to be able to put all this time in and give you the help you want. It's like, yeah, but then, then again, you're going to be unhappy and I'm going to be unhappy and we're not going to help each other anyway. Mm, that's very good. So it goes back to that happy customers. Mm -hmm. and happy employees and uh, as you said at least a little bit of profit exactly right you gotta make a little bit of money at it um and, and because you can't do this for free um you know there's a lot of a lot of free things out there that they say is free but it's usually not free um uh, there's very few things free in life um but you know that's something that you gotta look at you, you gotta be willing to spend that little bit of money to get something, you know, and I've got, a, you know, there's programs that I, I use uh, uh, in running. There's free programs of, out there. There's tons of free programs out there for this that I that, that I can use. And there's some of them that I do use as free, but there's a couple out there that I decided, you know, man, this full version of Sphere is really going to give me this extra detail that I'm looking for. And I went ahead and spent that money on that because that was worth it to me. Then you got the other runner or the other person that does the same thing. They're going, ah, man, that really don't care. But they weren't looking for that detail. They weren't looking for what they were wanting to get out of it. And that's why, like for me, I research the the far out of everything I do. Um, you know, I don't just go out and buy something. I've, I've, I don't know if I've ever done that. I've, there's probably a handful of times that I've ever went out and just seen, oh, wow, that's awesome, and bought it and never checked something on, on it. It's like, yeah. Um, um, and I've got stuck with things that I wasn't happy with. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, that's something I research things and I'm never looking at all the five-star reviews. You know, just like I'm never reading all the one-star reviews because most of them are okay, but they're usually not good. I'm looking at that three and four-star reviews like, yeah, what was people unhappy or happy with? 
Because there's some people, back to what we've talked about before, that's just not going to be happy. And they're going to get on there, and they're professional reviewers, and they're just getting on there and just leaving bad reviews against somebody's competitor. Or they're leaving just good reviews for some, for them that they're paying for. So you got to be careful with that when you're reading reviews um, on things out there. But you got to do a little research and say, okay, but I've noticed that this one part does this and something that's going to help me in life. And so in business, you really got to look at it. What's going to help your business, but what's going to make you happy and what's going to help your customer? Because what you think is always what it is, most of the time it's not what it is with that customer. And uh, when you're starting to have thoughts, ask the customer, what do you like and dislike about this? And if they look at you and go, well, I wish this was cheaper. Well, you got to look at it really hard. Is this the customer for you? But also, well, what are you what are you looking to get out of this? They may be looking for a fraction of what you're you're going to put into it. Um, if you're an interior designer and you're coming in and bidding something and it's a whole house thing and they're going, wow, this is a lot of money. Well, what are you looking to get out of this right here if you're not going to spend that much money? Well, really, I'm just looking to redo my bedroom. Well, okay, well, it'd be only this much. They're like, oh, wow, okay, that's that's a, that's a lot better. So um, um, that's something we've got to look at. you got to find out what their needs are um, in order to, to do good in business, you really got to know what your customer needs are. And if you don't know what your customer's needs are, you might want to be standing back looking at that a little bit better because you should be able to say, I know my customers need this, this, and this on top. But then if you got that one customer that may throw something at you, let me check on that. Let me see what I can do. I might be able to help you with that. If not, I'll let you know. Hmm, very good. So, yes, yeah, sometimes we think in order to have the happiest customers, we have to be the lowest price. And sometimes to have the happiest customer, you have to be the most expensive mm-hmm. because that gets them every single thing they want. So um, let's remember that when we're out there and we're seeing our customers and um, we're looking at our business. And the bottom line is if you have happy customers, your employees are going to be a lot happier. Yes. If your employees are happy, your customers are going to be happier. Mm-hmm. In order to do all of that, you do have to make a little bit of profit in order to pay the employees, in order to serve the customer, in order to be in business. So that's all important. So you don't want to be racing to be the lowest price. Out of all the three things that you could choose to do in business, I don't suggest you choose to be the cheapest. Uh, if you can be the most different by offering the highest quality and the best service, then I think you have a real business and you can stay in it for the long run and even get uh, rejuvenated when business gets hard because you know the people you serve, the people who work with you are happy and you're going to continue doing that uh, to make to make everything better. Yes, exactly. Because when, like I said, when you have that unhappy customer, the, that will spread like wildfire. Your, your customers, they say, no, that customer's unhappy and they speak to somebody else and they're unhappy. They're going, well, they've been good to me, but that's just wrong. Or um, the employees, I mean, we've had customers that are, that are employees, I mean, they really hated going to. It was that bad that they just really, and I mean, I, would, I myself, I was going there you know, all times of day and night taking care of this customer toward the end, just trying to keep them happy. And I found out there was nothing going to make them happy. That was just their personality. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, when it came time to renew that, you know, and I talked to you and said, look, I think there's something we need to stand back. I, I mean, I've looked at it. We're really not making any money on this. We're spending all this time to try to make them happy when they're not going to be happy with nothing we do with this. And we found out quickly when we stood back and kind of stepped back from that, 
we found that we let go of some of those customers that that was not really a good fit for our company. And we had time to grow our company because we ended up picking up customers that was more in tune with what we were looking for, but also people that we really could help that appreciated what we could do as at, at our company. Yes, that makes such a difference when you realize that there is plenty of business mm -hmm. and you want the people that you can best serve and that are going to be most pleased with what you do. Everything is better in business. Oh, yeah. It's hard enough anyway. Yes. But if you have um, happy customers and happy employees and you're making that little bit of profit, then that is how you can continue to be successful in, in business and in sales. You know, in sales, I relate it to business so often because it's easy for us. Sometimes we've got a lot of leeway in sales for pricing. We're out there. We're looking for the customer. Uh, and especially when you're looking, it feels like any customer is a great customer. But that is not always true. It is the customer you can make the most difference for and bring the most happiness. So thank you so much for being here again. I appreciate it. Sharing. I always enjoy doing this and enjoy kind of reaching out to your listeners and uh, kind of giving a, a, a husband and wife kind of side of it, but also business partners in this uh, in this business and things that uh, a crazy thing we call life sometimes, but, uh, um, but it's continue just to continue growing and continue looking at your business and, you know, looking at it. And like I said, you don't have to be the cheapest to be the best. Mm, very good. So don't be afraid to approach price based on how happy the customer is going to be in the end. Thanks again for listening. If you found value in this, if you would share a review, go to wherever you listen to your podcast and give us a review. That would be awesome. As always, you can reach out to me and share your thoughts or a topic that you would like to hear on the podcast. Follow along on social media. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great week. <music>